And we're back. Thank you for joining us. Back on another episode. Let's talk sports. And I'm back with my man Mike. What's going on, everybody? So we're back, and of course, more NFL on this great uh, NFL Sunday. So right now it's actually 6 p.m. So we're coming to you, well, not live, but this will be up pretty soon. <laughs> um, so a lot to talk about over the last couple of days. Uh, a lot has changed, let's say. But again, we started an episode with Antonio Brown. So just Friday, uh, after Belichick walked off a press conference, clearly frustrated about being asked questions about Antonio Brown, the Patriots release uh, the wide receiver superstar Antonio Brown. Uh, only 10 days on the team, only played one game. Uh, matter of fact, on uh, tomorrow, on Monday, he would have been he would have earned his $9 million guaranteed, uh, which makes his total earning for the year, I think, $148,000. He went from $30 million guaranteed to, uh, to $9 million guaranteed with the Patriots, and now he's walking away with less than $150,000 made all year. Uh, a terrible turn of event, and of course, I'm sure you hear it in my voice. I'm sure last week you heard a lot of excitement. And this week, you hear a lot of disappointment. Uh, it's really sad, really, um, how do I say, uh, more inconvenient and annoying than anything. Uh, but, you know, I certainly can understand at a certain point, Patriots are about football. They like to keep it focused on, on the field. And clearly, this Antonio Brown, those uh, sexual allegations, was becoming a lot of a big distraction for the team, especially for Bill Belichick, who had to deal with these questions every time. So... Um, unfortunately that runs over. Uh, so what's your take on it, Mike? Um, sorry, Saquon's, uh, walking on the field sidelines in a, in a boot. So that's, that's that's devastating for the Giants. Uh, but in regards to AB, I'm torn because I was happy when he joined the team. Uh, I saw big things between him and Brady, although at the same time, you know, just in the one game he was with us, and then watching today's game, you could clearly tell that we would have had too much talent on the field, uh, you know, to figure out who to throw to, all the formations and all that. So losing him in the long run is going to be good for us, for the for the Patriots. Um, but the headache that he brought was just too much. You know, you, you clearly saw all these allegations, and then – you know, all, all he had to do with us was keep his mouth shut, not say a word, just play the game like he kind of said he would. But then he goes and he, you know, he texts the second accuser and says all sorts of outlandish things. And uh, yeah. clearly that was the final straw for Belichick and Kraft. Like, we would have dealt with everything else had he just done his job and not said anything. No, 100%. And this is the second accuser that he's actually through sending threatening threatening messages too, which is just very ridiculous and stupid. And just like you said, Mike, I mean, Patriots been dealing with this whole uh, sexual allegation stuff from the moment they, they picked him up and they've had to deal with it because of course we all go by the presumption of innocence before proven until proven guilty. Uh, but at a certain point, you got to help in your own defense and Antonio Brown sending threatening messages, not to one, but two different accusers on two separate occasions. You know, just it threads a line of stupidity at this point. And just like you said, Mike, all he had to do was be quiet. All he had to do was keep his mouth shut and focus fo- focus on football, which he seemed to be doing well. Uh, but you know what? He's not a kid, and we're not going to reward him for good behavior. He's an adult. He's making money. And at the end of the day, and I think a lot of people, what a lot of people are saying is take away all the off-field situations and however you feel about Antonio Brown. At the end of the day, if it's really about money for him, how do you go from $30 million guaranteed in Oakland to $9 million in the Patriots and you still find a way to fuck that up and now you're walking away not even having made a quarter million in the NFL for in a full year? Yeah. That's just stupid. And then he's filing a grievance against uh, the Patriots and maybe the NFL. I think it's just with the Patriots to try and get that $9 mil- guaranteed. Yeah, so but, that's really stupid. The thing I was so of course, today he went on a little tirade on the – on social media, attacking uh, Ben Roethlisberger, um, Shannon Sharp, both who had sexual allegations, accusations against them uh, for for rape. Uh, Robert Kraft, we all know that situation that just happened over the summer. 
And then, of course, he goes on to say he's not going to play in the NFL. And then, of course, reports come out, like you said, that he's filing a grievance against the Patriots. It really sounds to me like a teenager that wants attention. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. It it really feels like that. I remember I was in high school, and we'd play in the game, and then there was always that guy that always wanted to argue and fight with with the coach, always disagreed with the coach. And it's just like, enough is enough. You're getting paid millions of dollars, and at the end of the day, there's a code of conduct policy, and it's... I just listen. I don't get it. And listen, I'll be the first to say, look, I was I was an idiot. I was ignorant, looking past all these things, saying, look, because I look at it the same way the Patriots do. At the end of the day, we focus on what he brings on the field. If the the rest of the things, we can leave it to the public, to the media, to you know, to come up with the judgment or their opinion. But really, what we're focused on is the football aspect of things. And somehow, some way, he still find a way to make it about him. When all he had to do was be quiet, and now he's no longer in the NFL. Um, and from what I understand, Adam Schefter reported online saying that somebody from the NFL texted him that after those 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 Twitter tirades and of course that grievance against the Patriots, that Robert Kraft is not coughing up a single dollar, no matter what. And you know those situations always goes down to one of those things: big bank versus low bank, and most of the times, big bank always wins. So. We'll see what happens on that. Um, but just very disappointed. But at the end of the day, I think, like you said, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Because uh, I was, uh, from reports that I was listening to from ESPN, even on Friday, during their practice, during their practice on Friday or Thursday, uh, Tom Brady was still working with Antonio Brown, you know, going over the routes and the coverages. And even, and, and even with that, clearly you saw that he still had a lot of ways to go to cash up on at least on the on the playbook. Yeah, exactly. And like he would have had to catch up on the playbook and you know get into, you know, chemistry with Brady and the rest of the team, but we already have Philip Dorsett who finally learned the playbook after 3 years. <laughs> you know, Josh Gordon's stepping into his own. We still got Jules, Ryan Izzo the tight end is, yeah. is starting to pick it up, you know, pick up Gronk's yeah. uh position. We still got James White. Yeah. You know, we got too much talent. We really got too much when you think about it. James White didn't even play today. Uh, and you can tell the – well, I don't want to say they could have used them because we still play great offensively. Uh, but really, the Patriots is just stacked. And you can tell adding Antonio Brown was just another another level that they added that it just required a lot more from the coaches, right? Because you have to come up with different schemes to use all these guys as distraction and really to try to get the ball to one of them. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Listen, it's not a great loss. We're still undefeated, three and zero so far. Beat the Giants. Uh, not an impressive win, I think. Jets, the, the Jets. Giants. Sorry, Don't sorry. We're watching the Giants. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> but we beat the Jets. Not an impressive win, as I think many expected us to blow them out, especially the way we've came out uh, with the first two games of the season. I'll be honest; I was one of those that thought we would win this game by at least thirty. Um, but overall, uh, still a good game. Brady still no interceptions throughout the season. Um, and the defense really looking just uh, amazing. The defense still looks very good. Well, when you look at today's game, like offensively, we're still hitting on all cylinders. Defensively, Jamie Collins, McCordy, another interception. Like our defense is playing great. The reason we allowed 14 points was, you know, we decided to give our rookie some reps. And he threw an interception on his first drive. And you know how Belichick feels about that, so he didn't and, get to see the field again after that. And then another rookie in uh, Gunnar Oshevsky, yeah. he muffed a, a punt and led to seven points. So other than those small mistakes, yeah. and offensive those are, defense is playing great. And those are things, I mean, you're looking at week three, we're making those types of mistakes, and you know how Belichick is keen on the on the details. Those are things you expect to only, you know, get better over, over the next few weeks. So, uh and, I mean, let's be honest, Brady doesn't like to get off the field, so that rookie probably won't get a lot of snaps after this. No. <laughs> but, uh, but uh, so, once again, we start an episode with Antonio Brown. But let's get back into this week. So, a lot of games going on, but uh, just like we talked about in our last episode, this has been the year of, like, uh, it's, it's really been a musical chairs for quarterbacks. And this, uh, this week, we're seeing because of injuries, of course, well, not necessarily because of injury to Cam Newton, Kyle Allen was be making a start with the Carolina Panthers. And with Eli Manning's potential retirement, as I like to call it, Daniel Jones is starting starting a new era in New York. Um, so, Mike, 
what do you make about these two guys starting? These two guys are actually playing right now, and so far they've played very, they've played pretty good. Giants are currently down, actually. Buccaneers playing great, scored on every single drive so far. Um, uh, uh, Jameis Winston playing really good, but uh, Daniel Jones and I was telling you this even uh, even earlier. The great thing about Daniel Jones is in a great situation because the expectations is not for him to win. They just need him to go out there to be competitive and to play to play good enough to show that. Well, let's be frank. We just need him to be better than Eli. Well, is really all we need. And we got a guy who's got great throwing ability, who's certainly more athletic, and is able to run. He's already had one rushing touchdown. Uh, he's made uh, a lot of great plays, but unfortunately. Our man Saquon Barkley is out now. He's on the sideline on crutches with a boot, uh, with a boot on. Clearly a lower lower leg injury. Uh, it'll be interesting. I'm certainly hoping it's not an Achilles, but it seemed to be more ankle related as we saw him limping and not really able to put weight on that foot. Uh, I'm sure we'll find out pretty soon what it is. But man, Daniel Jones just delivered an amazing pass across the field for what was at least a 35 yard pass. Um, but yeah, what's what's your take on Daniel Jones? Uh, like you said, as long as Daniel Jones uh, makes those passes, doesn't cause too much turnovers, like he, they don't have to win this game. Um, obviously, now that Saquon's are out, you know, it, there's going to be a bit more pressure on him. Definitely. But as long as he plays well, which he's been doing what well, so far, yeah, been, been doing so far. That was an amazing pass. That was great. Uh, Eli is either gonna get traded or have to look at retirement. You know, this leads me to my next question is uh, I was going to ask you what's next for Eli, right? Um, and I say this because everybody is thinking, oh, you got to trade Eli or oh, Eli should be on the contending team. Listen, I don't know. I don't have the intel as to what's going on. But what I do know is Eli hasn't been on a contending team for the last, what, three to five years. So I'm not sure what makes everybody think that's necessarily where his head is at. If he is... I think Eli is synonymous with the word Giants, with the Giants franchise. And the more I think about it, I think he should try to find a way to write it out and end his career as a Giant. And who knows, if this year or next year is his last season, he can do like we've seen in the NBA, have a farewell tour. And maybe on the last game of the season, they they put him under center. And maybe he gets a chance to finish it off, uh, you know, at least in front of that New York crowd and walk away in the sunset. Still two Super Bowls, one of the winningest. QBs in the Giants history and you know just like we talked about well actually we haven't had the chance to talk about it but what will eventually be a good Hall of Fame Hall of Fame career yeah I don't know if there's a market for Eli in the league like I know you know we see all these QBs going down uh backups stepping in Mm. but based on his record in the last like 25 games I don't know if teams want to pick that up like yeah well i think really it's just a question i think there is a market but it all depends on what these teams are trying to accomplish or the team like you look like a team like the steelers are they still trying to compete to for a playoff run if that's the case then maybe you do bring a guy like eli because if not uh with ben roethlisberger being out for the season mason rudolph is a part is a project in in progress right like you're trying to see really what what you're getting out of this quarterback that you drafted last year uh, to really see if he is the future. Because, of course, we know Ben Roethlisberger is, I mean, he's getting old. We've seen his. Uh, we've seen him on a decline over the last two years. So, of course, eventually the franchise will have to make the adjustment to look towards the future. A team like that, I can see a team like Carolina Panthers maybe. But at the same time, for both teams, it may be one of those situations where you look at who, what your future is going to look like and you start assessing the talent you have at the quarterback position. And ultimately, it also depends on Eli. Does he want to be a backup? Does he want to ride out as a giant? Or does he want to keep playing as a starter and look at another team? That's right, still compete. But I think, I mean, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing have him stay there, be a mentor for Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones could very well be the future of the league. Hopefully that Saquon injury is not uh, is not a long-term injury. And, I mean, you could find yourself with a Daniel Jones-Saquon duo that could be the future of, of, of your franchise. And I I hope. I mean, I don't think it's a bad thing. I just don't think you don't see it often that a two-time Super Bowl winner stays as in a mentor role in the NFL. Uh, I don't think it would be a bad thing, but I think in the end, just like you said, it all depends on what Eli really wants to do. Yeah. Uh, you know, like you said, Mason Rudolph starting with the injured Big Ben. 
all he has to do kind of the same thing is play well, and the Steelers are going to have to decide whether they go with their, ooh, nice intercept. Oh, no, he dropped it. No. Uh, the Steelers are going to have to decide if they keep Big Ben, if Rudolph does well, and he's not doing too well today. Now, um, the, same thing with Kyle Allen for the Panthers. He's having a decent game. I think they're winning that one. Yeah, uh, playing pretty good against the Cardinals. Uh, the so Panthers yeah, they're going to be in a, a predicament if if Kyle Allen plays well and Cam Newton's healthy. That's that's very true because I think and a lot of people around the league are really have a lot to say about Cam Newton. And like you said, it's really going to be an interesting predicament they find themselves in if Kyle Allen plays really good and Cam Newton comes back from this injury. Mm. What do you do? And don't be surprised if they move on from from. From Cam Newton. I mean, Cam Newton's last two years have not been great. No. And, you know, there's a lot of worry and a lot of talk about those uh, mobile quarterbacks in the league. A lot of them making themselves prone to injury, and Cam Newton certainly has been that throughout his career. Uh, I mean, he is getting old. That's what already, what, his 10th season? ninth or 10th season? Uh, I mean, he's certainly not young. So it'll be interesting. Don't be surprised if you see Cam Newton on another team next year. No, I completely agree with you. And then the Thursday nighter, which I kind of regret not going <laughs> with the rookie QB in Jacksonville in Minshew. I decided to pick the Titans to win that one. Why I did that? I don't believe in Mariota. You've heard me say it. Who but uh, Minshew, he played very well. He played really good. I mean, Jalen Ramsey did not even play good that game. No. Nope. Uh, but Minshew really stepped up, played he had great. two good throws where he just put it in that spot. Right? I was like, God damn. Yeah, no, beautiful uh, beautiful game by him. And, of course, he's taking the media by storm. They got Moonshoe Mania right going <laughs> on right now. Uh, them jean shorts. I don't know if you saw him with his jean shorts going to a college football game. Oh, boy. But uh, that's good, man. I think I think Jacksonville needed a bit of excitement. They needed this. Um, it'll be interesting to see because I didn't think the season was over for them. It's just like we talked about last week. I didn't think the season was over for them uh, already. Uh, I think Jalen Ramsey might be a bit emotional with his reaction. Um, but, you know, reports are saying he's still expecting to be yeah. traded. Uh, it really all up to Tom Coughlin, who we couldn't remember his name last week. Yeah, no, I don't uh, know why we couldn't. But, yeah, but, uh, but it really is up to him to as a GM to decide which way they're going to go. Um, but like I said, I think Jacksonville are still in a, comp- a situation to compete. You look at the division they're in right now, it's all in shambles. They easily could be winning that division. Yeah. No, I completely agree. And kind of what we said earlier with uh, Odell Beckham and, you know, it being passion over immaturity. Yeah. Um, I think Ramsey, it's it's just passion. He just wants to win, you know. And when you lose the first two games, it's, yeah. not, it's not fun. Yeah, no, it's not true. And it's not fun. And especially you look at Jacksonville showed us two years ago, Jacksonville looked like a great team for the future. Yeah. And I remember – Coughlin came in and I thought, man, that's great to have this type of experience and leadership at the top. Just expected to get better, but they just have declined since. And I think picking up Jalen Ramsey, I think Jalen Ramsey thought he found himself on a contending team uh, that was only going to get better in at least first two games. And I'll even say the first three games because they did play the Titans. They did some great things, but they certain they have not been a good team. They have not been a solid team and not a serious playoff team, at least not so far in the season. That's for sure. So, so far, all the 1 o'clock games are done. So, of course, Patriots uh, Patriots won their game 30-14, to 14, uh, beating the Jets. Uh, we we talk, Mike talked about it already. Uh, we were playing so good that Belichick felt like it was only right that we put uh, Stidman in there, our backup quarterback, uh, who threw an interception, and that was all she wrote for him. And Brady came right back in. But uh, Burkhead with a touchdown. Edelman and both both Edelman and Dorsett with the with the touchdown. Brady played great. Um, continues to play great. Uh, still lacks in his uh, passing completion, I find. But listen, at the end of the day, the game is about winning. The defense is stepping up big time. Our our passing and running scheme has been very great so far. Um, I like where we're at right now, but I'm starting to question the how do I say the power ranking. Yeah. After what I've seen so far, at least for the for, for the one o'clock games, um, we also saw Kansas City Chiefs beating Baltimore Ravens. Great game, 33-28. Uh, Mahomes is is the real deal. I'm watching the man play, and 
I see greatness as I see it now. This is only his second year starting, and God, is he good. Lamar Jackson, however, still had a good game. Uh, he still played pretty well. Zero touchdowns, 267 yards. Uh, Mark Ingram, though, balled out today. Over 100 yards with three touchdowns. Um, but really, I think the Chiefs has proven themselves. I think their defense is still to be uh, – it's still left to be – you know, I'm not I'm not 100% on their defense yet, their coverage. Uh, we've heard about them showing a lot of interest in uh, Jalen Ramsey. And if you watch the game, you can definitely see why. Oh, yeah. If, if Baltimore can pick up Jalen Ramsey and if Jacksonville ultimately chooses to trade him, if Baltimore were to pick him up, that would bolster their defense – even more immensely, like they already got Earl Thomas. Yeah. Then you had Jalen Ramsey. That's a, that'd be beautiful. Like, when you play Kansas, it's it's a different beast. Like Mahomes, like you just said, and I finally accepted it. He's he's the future. He is the future, and it's funny how we used to talk about the greatest talent we see in the quarterback position in Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. And let's be frank, nobody's talking about Aaron Rodgers this year. And the, the main reason is, of course, Packers still remaining undefeated, by the way. Uh, but the main reason we're not talking about Aaron Rodgers is really the fact that his defense has been carrying him so far. Yeah. Right? And I, and I told you this uh, last week when we were making our picks. I expect Aaron Rodgers to find a way to win the games in the end. But really, it's the defense that's even keeping him in the game. And it's never been the case so far. But you look at the Chiefs, even with, with a defense that's, not, that's still left to be desired, uh, Mahomes on that field, you can count on them to come and get you that win every single game. Yeah, and like you said, like the Packers' defense is going to be what helps them win games. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be going through an adjustment to his game. You think and so? I don't think he's going to be getting those three, four touchdowns a game anymore, so? those 400 yards. I think it's going to be somewhat lower. Ah, interesting. I think as long as he wins, I think he's going to be happy with that. Um it's not like Mahomes, like Mahomes going into halftime, Andy Reid called a timeout as opposed to letting him to get one more playoff. Probably would have been a touchdown. Right. But, you know, you could see Mahomes is very passionate. Um, Lamar Jackson, after today's game, he still played well, but I'm still questioning his quarterback yeah. ability, especially against those great, well, those good defenses. Um but Mahomes is just spectacular. He really is. I, I like that. And just like you said, spectacular is really the word. I mean, as far as talent in the quarterback position, we have not seen this. The man is confident. He's comfortable. He's poised in the pocket. And he just makes amazing throws. There's one play where he was rolling to his right. And he threw the ball across his body, across the field for just an amazing play. Right, like pinpoint accuracy. Nope. The guy the guy is something special, man. He really is. Um. So Packers, of course, as we mentioned, still undefeated. Um, we still also have uh, who else? Do I have? The Bills today with a big win over Cincinnati Bengals, 21, 20, uh, tw- sorry, twenty-one seventeen. Still remaining undefeated, uh, which lines up for a good. We're playing the Bills next week, aren't we? So uh, lines up for a great yeah. matchup for yeah. a great matchup for the Patriots uh, versus the Bills in Buffalo. Yeah, uh, undefeated versus undefeated. So. That's gonna be a that's gonna be a good one to watch. Um, to be frank, I haven't paid much attention to the Bills, but uh, but Allen has been playing very good for them. Two hundred forty three yards, one touchdown. However, he did get one int. Uh, Frank Gord uh, played great today. Um, the Bills are doing a lot of good things, and especially on the defensive end, they're really doing a lot of great things. They had two interceptions today against Andy Dalton. Um, they're playing really good. It'll be a good game. Patriots versus the Bills, but now the thing is, is now they're going to be playing the number one defense in the league, mm-hmm. not some 32nd ranked defense <laughs> or 32nd ranked offense. So it's going to be interesting for both teams, right? Because I think it's finally, you finally see a challenge of seeing some competition for, yeah. for the Patriots and same thing for the Bills. And it's a divisional matchup, so you know they're going to come to play. So I'm Buffalo. really, I'm excited to see that one. I'm really excited to see that one. You know how Buffalo gets. Uh, the Buffalo fans, so you know they'll be there. So I can't wait to see this one. Vikings had a great game, 34-14 uh, against the Raiders. Raiders still... Guys, I'm starting to question, how long do we give John Gruden until we start questioning his uh, his methods? He let Khalil Mack go. Uh, he traded away some a lot of assets for Antonio Brown. Uh, 
Amari Cooper's gone. What's going on? All he has left is Derek Carr. Uh, defense, who I thought was great the first two weeks of the season, who I thought showed a lot of great potential. And uh, they, and right now, they, they really, really had me scratch, have me scratching my head right now. Uh, I don't want to underplay the Vikings. I think the Vikings played pretty good. I think the Vikings are the Vikings, they're decent. The Vikings defense played well. Kirk Cousins, again, 174 yards, one touchdown. That's not that much. Hey, listen, Kirk Cousins but, is winning. That's, well, that's exactly. the thing, right? Like I said for Aaron Rodgers, as long as you win, that's yeah. what matters. Uh, Vikings 2-1 and one so far in the season. Makes for an interesting division too, right? So uh, things getting really exciting in the NFL, to be honest. Last team to be undefeated. Uh, is it last with the Cowboys? Uh, no, sorry. We we still got still got a couple more undefeated teams. So. Oh yeah, there's still a few. But Cowboys today played the sorry Dolphins, and uh, believe the update. So they covered the spread. They won thirty-one to six. Dax Westcott continues to look uh, very good. Uh, two touchdowns today, and of course the Dolphins just. What do they do? I don't even know what to say about the Dolphins anymore because at this point, teams just expect to score four or five touchdowns. They expect to win, and I and uh, the only winner, I think, from the Dolphins is Mika Fitzpatrick finding himself in Pittsburgh playing really good so far already with one one interception on his first game. Yeah. Um, and really, I mean, I mean, this team is tanking, but I feel like to a certain point, do you owe something to the fans? Do you owe something to the rest of us? Well, I'm just laughing because I watched that. I had that game on one of the TVs and like I messaged my buddy and it was like halftime and Dallas was only up by like seven points or eight points. Like they weren't dominating the game like we expected them to. And I was like, what's going on with your team? But sure enough, they went into halftime. Uh, Garrett talked to them, and they woke up because yeah. in the second half they had like three hundred uh, yards total. Well, well, I mean, listen, I think I think it's just what we see a lot of times, right? Uh, you know, it's a long season. You know, you got some tough competition coming up. There are certain games you need an extra motivation for, right? And the Dolphins is certainly not one of those games, no. right? I mean, it's especially when you start the season off with uh, pretty good. Um, you know, sometimes it's hard motivating yourself, especially when you're going against a team who might as well be telling us that they're trying to tank. So uh, I, I, that's all I think it was. I don't read much of it when I look at the, the Cowboys. And like I say, it's still, I mean, we're only three games into the season, right? I feel like a lot of times we're trying to already decide, like, what, what's going to happen. But truthfully, I feel like a lot of teams, we still don't know the identities of a lot of teams right now. Wow. And all these teams that are winning or that are undefeated, but that haven't really been through some tough competition, we still, we're still, the verdict is still out, right? Even the Patriots, as good as our defense has been very impressive, but the verdict is still out. So, well, when you look at, at all of these undefeated teams, most of them have played, you know, bottom tier teams. Yeah. Like we've played the Jets, the, the, Jets, Dolphins. the Dolphins, like the Steelers aren't the same Steelers of last year or the years before. Sure. Yeah. Um, I think I was looking at it. The only team that actually faced some legit competition, like, was the Rams. They played the yeah, Saints, but yeah. Breeze got hurt. But still, there was still some competition. I mean, the Saints defense still there. The as a team, they're still there. Teddy Bridgewater's first game. Yeah. And right now, Teddy Bridgewater is just doing the damn thing. Uh, Saints up twenty-seven to seven against the Seahawks. Uh, so what started off as a very very tough game on both sides. Teddy Bridgewater already with two touchdowns. Uh, 16 of 21. Uh, Alvin Kamara playing great, though. Just bouncing off tackles uh, already with one touchdown. 74 yards uh, receiving. Uh, overall, just a great job by the Saints. The defense stepped up already with one INT. Just a great job overall by the Saints. Um, Seahawks on the other side. 195 yards for Russell Wilson. Alvin Kamara, uh, even as I'm talking right now, Alvin Kamara just putting on a beautiful show. Um, it looks like the Saints already got this. And Mike, I told you, I thought everybody was hating on Teddy, on my boy Teddy Bridgewater too quick. Teddy Bridgewater is a proven veteran in this league. He's he knows how to win. He just hasn't had the opportunity. And honestly, you give him enough time with the first team, he's gonna get the reps in and he's gonna figure this offense out. And honestly, great job by Sean Payton getting a veteran quarter, reliable quarterback as your backup quarterback. 
so they don't find themselves in the same position as the Panthers, the Steelers, all these other teams with injured uh, quarterbacks. So just like I was saying, uh, Teddy Bridgewater really a great weapon for the Saints. And really, I expect them – listen, the Drew Brees, you can't really replace Drew Brees, but I expect them to be just as competitive and really continue to bring it. And the Saints is going to continue to be a problem, I think, for, for their division in the NFC overall. Well, and like you said, he's a veteran quarterback. He's reliable. And like I said to a bunch of people at work, you know, as long as he does his job, you know, they could finish five and three, six exactly. and two with Breeze coming back. They're going to be they're going to be good to go. And like Kamara makes Bridgewater's job that much easier. That much you easier. give this guy the ball. He's like jello. He just bounces off people. It's, it's so ridiculous. True. You watch this guy. This guy just bounces off like rubber and just keeps running. And Drew Brees posted a picture today on Instagram. Said surgery was successful. He at least is able to do a thumbs up because, of course, he's in a plaster, and that's how his thumb always is. I saw but, another post. He's like, "Oh, I'm gonna shave. I have to shave with my left oh, yeah, hand. Does it look good?" <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he do like a half shave? Yeah, uh, that was funny. But Drew Brees being Drew Brees. Um, um, so yeah, so it looks like the Saints are easily winning this. There's a minute left in the third quarter. Uh, it's easily theirs to win. Um, we still have Pittsburgh playing 49ers. Pittsburgh up three right now? No. San Francisco came back 16-13. Oh, goddamn. damn. So less than a minute left in the third quarter. San Francisco coming back. What's been an interesting game, actually. Uh, very good defensive game on both ends. Minka Fitzpatrick with an interception. And uh, Mason Rudolph already with one touchdown. 121 yards. Uh, 10 of 21 passing. That's left to be desired. But, hey, first start in the NFL. So, um It'll be interesting to see. Uh, and I've told you this. Mike Tomlin's been getting a lot of criticism. He's a His background is as a linebacker, as a linebacker coach, a defensive coordinator. He's always known as a great defensive coach. The Steelers have always been known as a great defensive team. And it's just been really disappointing to see what they, his, what his defense has, has been putting up so far. But the acquisition of Minka Fitzpatrick should be great. Um, I'm looking to see if T.G. Watt is back on. Yeah, he's on. He's back on. I'm happy to hear that. I love this guy. By the way, JJ Watt played his brother, playing his brother today. Uh, with Texans playing, uh, playing the Chargers. What a great family, man! And not only that, what a talented family. Because you see, all three of them, they play hard. And man, TJ Watt to me is all looks just as good as JJ Watt. Like I might, I'm, I don't think I'm crazy seeing this because when I see him play, and man, he just bull rushes through. He's got great sense of where the ball is. Overall, that whole family, man. Oh yeah, all all three of them play extremely well. Uh, the one on the Chargers, what does he play? Uh, running back. Yeah, so obviously two defensive, that's right. one offense, so a little different. But at least all three of them are still in the NFL and playing great. Yeah. Unlike the Gronk family, who only had our Gronk. Well, let's be honest here. The problem when you're Gronk Gronk's family is it's hard to live up to Gronk's to Gronk's shadow, like. It's ridiculous. I feel like the expectations for, for Gronk's uh, little brother was just too much, right? Well, yeah, Glenn Gronk came in, played one season. There's Chris Gronk. He played in Denver. Dan, I think we, we picked up Dan. He's yeah, another tight end. And, uh, and I'll be frank, I mean, and, and no hate at all, but a lot of times, as we frank, you know some teams give him a chance because of his last name. Because of the name, yeah. Right? And at the end of the day, you do expect them to train together, so you're hoping that just that training with one of the greats uh, like uh, Gronkowski will just eventually rub off and hopefully take their game to the next level. But that doesn't always work out like that, does it? No. Mm. Uh, so what else do we have? So on the ticket right now, so as I mentioned, Chargers actually winning 17-14 against the Texans with uh, with about five minutes left in the third quarter. And we also have Carolina playing Arizona. So like we mentioned, Carolina leading this one. 35-20. to 20. Kyle uh, Allen has four touchdowns, four 261. Touch, that, is, that is a great first start for Kyle Allen. And the more the game goes on, the more I think you might be right, Mike. Listen, you better hope my, uh, Kyle Allen has a couple back games or this just might be the last year for Cam Newton. Oh, man. And let's see what our boy uh, Kyler Murray has been up to. Kyler Murray, 29 for 39, 170, 170 yards, two touchdowns, one INT. Looks like a lot of pressure has been put on him. He got sacked five times already. Uh, he's rushed for 69 yards. Pretty good. And But overall, though, 
Uh, I still don't. I still don't believe in Kyler Murray. I just do not see it. What's your take on him? Well, obviously we're gonna have to give him a couple years, just like Baker, just like all of the rookies. But when you got a receiver like Larry Fitzgerald, one of the greats, like you just put it in his vicinity and he's catching. He's growing up there. He's making but those plays. I yeah. find I find he holds on to the ball too long, and then he has to scramble out of the pocket. Then you know get those rushes that. He gets, but yeah, and that I don't, I don't fully see the accuracy yet. He doesn't uh, have that presence in the pocket. No, yet. and he had three. He had uh, over three hundred yards first two games, and today really not playing very well. Um, and and you're right. We'll have to give him time and see. Uh, a lot of times, I think we're quick. I think we were also quick on Carson Wentz, uh, and that didn't necessarily turn out uh, turn out to be uh, to work out really for them. So. What's your take on Carson? Because I don't think Carson's a bad quarterback. I think he's injury prone, that's for sure. And I just felt that we were quick in rushing to judgment and crowning him right the next quarterback, seeing that he's the next Brady, the next this and that. And I've just felt that he's had a great team. He's had great coaching staff, and they surrounded him with great talent, which allowed him to be great. And, of course, with a good offensive line, which gave him time to get rid of the ball. But I just don't see the the hype that everybody's talking about, and especially when you're seeing that new generation of Jared Goss, the Dax Westcott, the uh, the, the Mahomes, uh, I think Carson Wentz just might fall one tier under those guys. Yeah, and like you said, like just like the Jags QB like two, three years ago, what was his name? Um, Blaine Gabbert. Gabbert. Or no, Bortles. Oh, Blaine Bortles, Bortles sorry. Lake Bortles, you know, he had one great year. They went to the playoffs. They almost beat the Patriots. But what has he done since? It's the same thing with Carson Wentz. Yes, he has one great season. He got hurt. You know, they win the Super Bowl thanks to Nick Foles. But it's, you can do it one year, but can you repeat that year over year over year? You know, like Eli, like Peyton, like Brady, like Did Brees. you really say Eli? Hey, I'll give him his props. You know? Listen, both years they won the Super Bowl, he had a losing record. Like, anyway, it is what it is. Anyway, but I don't. I'm not sold on Carson. You know, they're. I mean, Philly lost today, twenty four to Giants twenty seven. Uh, sorry, to the Lions twenty seven. Um, Wentz nineteen for thirty six, two hundred fifty nine yards, two touchdowns, no ints, but uh, not a lot of good decision making from what I saw, and really. The Lions have been has been getting has gotten better. I think Matt Patricia is start, slowly starting to figure out an identity for these guys. They're but they certainly have a big defensive press, presence. Uh, I'm I'm intrigued by what the Lions have, but unfortunately, I do feel like the Lions always kind of disappoint when it comes to to the end. Listen, they they, they have Matt Stafford, who's a, who's a good QB. He'll get you the numbers, but can he get you that W every weekend? Um, they had Calvin Johnson, you know. That yeah. didn't work out. You know, they didn't do anything with that. Like you said with Mike Tomlin, Matt Patricia is a defensive, you know, coordinator. So now can he get that offensive piece going? You know, can he learn that? Yeah. You got to give him time, but yeah, ju- do it. We're just re-watching the injury to Saquon, and it seems almost obvious that it's an ankle injury. He got tackled. Well, more like his right foot got tackled while he was making a run, and it clearly looks like the ankle might have just – shifted which is terrible and he's on the sideline with crutches and in a, in a walking boot kind of sad to be frank but i really hope he comes back because as you guys know he's my pick for mvp uh hopefully that doesn't ruin everything for me but uh I, all i know is this year and we talked about this fantasy football wise a terrible year for everybody well it yeah. really is all the qbs changing <laughs> all these injuries to running backs receivers i can just imagine the amount of people that had injury luck for their starting quarterback saquon uh, man, Nick Foles, Ben Roethlisberger—it's just ridiculous. Just everybody going down. Well, I, my brother has—he's in two fantasy leagues, at least that I know of, at least two. And he—he he was picking Saquon in one of them. He had like a number two pick, and he's like, "I'm taking Saquon." I'm, I feel like he's regretting that. Yeah, I'm, I bet so. But who knows? Saquon's a big guy. Uh, hopefully, the recovery's not too long. But I'm sure we'll get news pretty pretty soon as to how long it's going to be. Uh, you brought up a great thing. You mentioned Eli. So we got to talk about the debate we didn't get a chance to have last time. So question is, is Eli Manning a Hall of Famer? Is he a Hall of Famer? I don't know. That's a tough question. 
Number wise, yes, you're, you're going to look at his passing yards. He's got like almost 60,000 passing yards. He's got two Super Bowls like his brother. He's undefeated in the Super Bowl, unlike his brother. <laughs> um, but when you look at, I was looking at his TD to interception ratio, he averages like 1.5 touchdowns to every interception. Yeah. 362 touchdowns to 241 interceptions. Like, those aren't great numbers. Those are terrible numbers. Those are terrible numbers. You always want to be in the two-point-something range, and he's not even up there. There's not even two touchdowns per interception ratio, which is pretty bad. And Listen, Kaepernick has a better <laughs> TD ratio than this guy. And we'll get into that. We know how you feel about that. <laughs> But will he get into the Hall of Fame? Yes. Does he deserve it? Kinda. Yeah, and you know the thing is this: it's 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 really not a hard question. Eli Manning's had a what 15, 16 year career going back till to, to two thousand four. Uh, like you talked about, you know his touchdown to interception ratio not impressive. He's uh, he has a five hundred overall record. Um, he's had more losing records if, uh, than winning records. However, Eli Manning has more away playoff wins than both his brother and Tom Brady, which is impressive when you think about it. But when you put it into context, it's really not because both Brady and Manning usually were they were usually at the top of the AFC, and which meant they didn't have a lot of away games that they needed to play, unless they were in the Super Bowl most of the times. Uh, but at the end of the day, the numbers don't lie. The numbers say Eli Manning is a guaranteed Hall of Famer. Um, but the truth is, it's just one of those things that you have to prove it to people. You have to show the numbers because if you don't, just by watching the game, Eli Manning is not a great quarterback. He's never been in the top tier echelon of quarterback any season of his career. Um, and there's many quarterbacks that I believe that who will never make the Hall of Fame who just are way more talented than him. And I don't want to say he's lucky, but he had a great coach in uh, Tom Coughlin. He had uh, some great players, whether it was uh, so his running backs, whether it was Michael Strahan, whether it was Plaxico Burris. He's always had some great weapons. And that's part of the reason, I think that's part of the story that puts him into a Hall of Fame, to be frank with you. Yeah, and kind of like you said, um, his numbers, passing yard-wise, are very high. Touchdowns, he's got a lot of touchdowns if we exclude the INTs. But the biggest thing is, like you said, he, most of the time he had a losing record. Yeah. His two playoff runs to the Super Bowl, they had to go on the road for every game, and he managed that. That, that is And impressive. then won the Super Bowl against the Patriots twice, against, you know, the undefeated Patriots. Um, Don't remind but, me. Yeah, I know. It hurts <laughs> saying it. But ultimately, you look at all of his regular season stats and then how he won those two Super Bowls, you kind of have to give him that Hall of Fame. You career. have to. You have to, and I couldn't agree more. Eli Manning for Hall of Fame, which class time uh, still to be told. Uh, still need, still interestingly, we'll have to find out what the rest of the season will be like. Is Daniel Jones the quarterback of the future? Will the Giants stick around with him, or will Eli simply stay in the mentor role, or will they look to trade Eli? I think the Giants will keep Eli. I think they've done right by Eli over the years. They've uh, fired the last coach because he tried to bench Eli for Geno Smith. Um, I think the Giants will do right by Eli, and I don't think it's a, it's a bad thing to do. I think it's a great thing, and it sets a great precedent for players that would want to come play for the Giants organization because I think uh, the way they handled the old Odell Beckham Jr. situation it has a lot of people, rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. But I think if they do do this right, and just like I say, even if it's a farewell tour or simply keep him there, as a, keep him there as a mentor to Daniel Jones. I I think he should retire. I think he should retire a giant. They should retire. They should retire the jersey. And of course, eventually he'll be in Kenton wearing that gold jacket, uh, deservingly as a Hall of Famer, as the only. No, is he? Oh. I was gonna say the only one to beat Belichick in the Super Bowl. Well, I feel like we lost one more. Did we not? Well, we lost to the Eagles. God damn, freaking Doug Peterson. <sighs> All these losses really hurt, guys. In case you don't know, those losses really hurt. As you can tell, we try and forget about those losses. <laughs> we try to move on. <laughs> but then Eli and his Hall of Fame career gets in there. But uh, but uh, great career overall by Eli. I mean, listen, uh I say this all the time. Not everybody that could play in the NFL plays in the NFL, but at the end of the day, we got to judge a man by what he does and what he did on the field. 
we can say is 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 not he hasn't won that many, but at the end of the day, the guy if the goal is to win, he's won two, two against potentially one of the greatest teams of all time, the greatest coach, the greatest quarterback of all time. So I mean, congrats to Eli on a great on a great career, um, but his team still sucks. <laughs> I think the Giants are terrible, and uh, frankly, I truly hope that Saquon comes back healthy. I really hope uh, we see something special because we talked about the, we talked about this. Uh, you know, when Ezekiel Elliott was still holding back, everybody's expecting Saquon to be the next running back to hold out uh, to get the big paycheck and. Let's be frank, an injury doesn't help your, your negotiations when you're not fully 100% healthy. So we'll see how that goes. But I do hope that he comes back healthy. I mean, the man I do think is probably the best running back in the league right now. And uh, having a terrible team like the Giants allows him to really shine. shine. <laughs> and with the offensive line who seems to be doing the decent job, that would be a good time for him to really show, these, uh, show his talent. Unfortunately, it looks like that's going to be put on hold at least for a little time. Um, seems like we got another injury on the 49ers side. Can't tell who that is, but I can tell you it's not Jimmy G. Uh, game is, uh, 17-13 for the 49ers. Um, still a very close game, but looks like the 49ers are going to remain undefeated for, uh, remain undefeated this, at least today. Panthers just, again, another great stop. Defensive stop by the Panthers. I really think the Cardinals are gonna be one of the bottom teams this year, but I do. But I, I think we were gonna see a bit of growth from uh, Kyler Murray. I do think so. I mean, three hundred yards his first two games. He still played some comp, some decent competition. Um, and oh that my guy's god, vertical is insane. Sorry about that, guys. But uh, interception for the Panthers. This guy jumped, looking like Zion Williamson over there. And with an amazing catch for an interception for the Panthers. Panthers already winning 35-20, four minutes left in the game. Uh, and that's I think that's all she wrote for the Cardinals. Um, but, yeah, so Saints are going to take this. About 12 minutes left, but they're up. Oh, well, they're up 13. It's still a game. Seahawks, uh, of course, always putting up a fight. And... The Texans just took the lead right now, 21-17 on the Chargers. Who did we pick? Let's see who you had, Mike. So far, I think you are uh, think you were wrong with your Jacksonville pick. Yes. Uh, we both called the Pats. Uh, we had the Bills, the Cowboys, the Packers winning, the Packers winning. Uh, we both were wrong. We both picked the Falcons to win, and they lost to the Colts. Raiders, uh, uh, sorry, Chiefs won. I may, for some stupid reason, pick the Raiders to win. Uh, you picked the Vikings. You were right. And then so far for today, for the games going on right now, you got the Lions, the Cardinals. Why did we go with the Cardinals? I don't know. Because we didn't believe in Cal Allen, which is playing a great game so far, to be fair. Um, I got to start picking these rookie or backup QBs that play their first game here. Yeah. We, we picked the Giants. We picked the Giants, well, but Giants are still in the game, down by three. Uh, it seems like in the second half they put a little stop in the Buccaneers who scored in every drive in the first half. Uh, Jameis Winston, I do find it funny. I think you know how the game is going by looking at Jameis Winston's face. He, it's pretty obvious. Uh, and right now, not a lot of confidence in his eyes, but 14 minutes left in that fourth quarter. See if the Giants can amount this comeback. Be a great story for Daniel Jones on his first start in the NFL. And you know how that New York media gets. I promise you he's going to be on the front line of the New York Times. I have no doubt about this. Great start by the Giants as we speak. Um, what else did we get? Uh, I picked the Chargers. You picked the Texans. That's still a close game. Uh, I got. We both had the 49ers winning and the Seahawks winning. And we could be wrong on both of those. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, later tonight, we got the Rams playing. Um, who's the Rams playing? Cleveland playing the Browns. That's gonna be a, that's an interesting game. Certainly, the ratings will be up. Um, we both had the Rams winning this one, and uh, to, and tomorrow we both have the Bears winning. Who are the Bears playing again? Remind me. Who are the Bears playing? The Bears are playing Washington Redskins. Washington Redskins. They definitely are winning that game. Are they 
better. They better, man. Uh, a lot of criticism from Mike Trebinski. Uh, uh, I'm still not gonna throw him off. I'm still not gonna throw him off the train yet. I still think there's an opportunity for him to get good. The defense is still very good, and I think that gives him a lot of opportunity to improve. So that's what we got for this week. Uh, Thursday we'll come back to you guys with our prediction for week four of the uh, week four of the NFL. But if I do look ahead on Thursday, the matchup is. The Eagles versus the Packers, a really good one. Uh, again, we talk about Carson Wentz going against the the brilliance of Aaron Rodgers, who's yet to show it this season, but the defense has certainly kept him in there. Uh, I'm going to quickly say I'm going to go with the Packers to remain undefeated. Uh, I'm seeing some frustration in Carson Wentz, at least, uh, at least not being able to be as consistent as I think a lot of us expected him to be. But it's certainly going to make for a great matchup. Um, not like the last one, who turned out to be interesting simply because Minshew, <laughs> Minshew had a good game in the Jacksonville one. But the truth is, the more I think about it, it was nothing impressive. It's just the media got to find something to talk about. So they're like, hey, I like this guy with this, uh, uh, the, the this Ben Stiller mustache. dodgeball look. <laughs> you remember that game? Yeah. Uh, that movie? What was it? What was it called again? Dodgeball. Dodgeball? Yeah, with Ben Stiller. And uh, this guy looks exactly like Ben Stiller. With he no does. exaggeration. Like he, he really does. And he throws the football just like a dodgeball. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> no exaggeration there. Um, I got to pick the Packers for the Thursday night game. I don't think Aaron Rodgers needs to do much, you know, get those three, four touchdowns. But as long as he's consistent, which he has been his entire career, he'll get you at least two. Defense will step up and put pressure on Carson Wentz, and that'll be the game. That should Packers be the game. And I believe the game is at Lambeau, right? Yeah, it's in Green Bay. Yeah, it's at Lambeau, a lot Lambeau Stadium. So, um, as you know, Packers tend tend to play better at home. So that should be a, that should definitely be a good uh, a good matchup so far. Oh, Mason Rudolph just uh, scored touchdown. One of these days, somebody's gonna get hurt with those celebrations when guys are knocking the other guys on the helmet. Uh, I saw I saw this one meme on Instagram. Uh, this college, this college uh, player caught a touchdown, celebrating, smacked his uh, quarterback teammate in the head, mm-hmm. and it looked like he cracked his neck. <laughs> it looked like he wasn't fine till the rest of the game. <laughs> but it's just like we talked about. It's that excitement and passion takes over. But guys, uh, that's all we got for this time. Thank you guys for joining. As always, if you enjoyed this, share it. Uh, before we go, just want to wish a happy birthday to my man Mike. Mike turning like 78 tomorrow. He's just getting older <laughs> every day. He's not really 78, but the man's getting old. Uh, but happy birthday, brother. Thank you. Thank Thanks you. again for Appreciate joining. It. Thank you guys for listening. Peace. Peace.